You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels Mobcast. We're back! Yay! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yay! I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined with, as always, not as really awesome of a name, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan is a good name. I'm not the pop culture Native American spirit, internet spirit guy. No, no, just the spirit guy, pop culture spirit guys. Okay. Yeah. The internet's I'm, the, I'm not you. Yeah, well, <laughs> not many people are. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point, sir. Um, it has been a while. Uh, it has. We, uh, we had did a, Carter and I did a... A short episode for um, the new Star Wars trailer, the second one, mm-hmm. after we did our live, um, our reaction video, which you can find on the YouTubes. <laughs> but um, we wanted to wait in somewhat into the season before we started Rebels, because that's how we did the, the first season of our show. And, you know, I think the thought process is letting some episodes digest and gathering more information than we know, and then then kind of approaching Star Wars like we have been doing. Um, so there's that. Um, also, uh, just before we, we get into the episode itself, Carter and I and Ethan have uh, started a new Star Wars podcast that's coming soon called uh, Clone War Stories, and it's going through the Clone Wars chronologically. Uh, Carter and I f- actually did the first episode, uh, and it'll be posted soon, but it's for... Uh, we started with the Phantom Menace, and so we went through the Phantom Menace as a precursor to war, as it is. Right. And then we'll do uh, Ethan's favorite film uh, soon, the the Clone Wars, or Attack of the Clones, not Clone Wars, the Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Clones, yeah, the Attack of the Clones. Clone Wars is a different film. Um, and then uh, then we'll take the episodes chronologically, and instead of episode order, and so I think it's like two or three episodes before the Clone Wars movie, and then it's. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. So that's what we're going to do. So join us for that. Oh, I guess that's all the business. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this episode is, uh, well, for us, is episode um, 16. And this is our recap of The Siege of Lothal. Should do The Siege of Lothal. Lothal, 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 Lothal. Uh, uh, or wow, that happened. All right. Or like I like to call this one, hey, the, the episode where Darth Vader kicks a lot of ass. That is very true. Though I'll have to say, it's not much of a siege. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Not, not on his own, I suppose. No, it's not much of a siege. I was, I was misled into believing, you know, like trebuchets, catapults. <laughs> Oh, a classic siege. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Destroying crops. You know, that sort of stuff. Well, that does kind of happen in the episode. So, um, But let's go through the synopsis first before we get into our deep discussion about the Siege of Lothal. Lothal, 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 Lothal. So, <laughs> not long after the events of Fire Across the Galaxy, in which, you know, the, the Lothal was uh, sieged uh, by the... Galactic Empire. Um, the ghost has kind of become part of a rebel cell. Uh, I guess they're called Phoenix Fleet or Phoenix something. All the ships are called Phoenix, except the ghost. Um, 
we find the ghost crew and these the Phoenix Squadron fighting the Empire and trying to rescue some badly need supplies from space. No, we get. Are, are they rescuing supplies? Or are they stealing, liberating, liberating. They're, liberating, 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 liberating. I don't you don't, be, if you're a part of a of a, 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 a larger organization, right. That is trying to do good, right. You don't steal. You liberate. They liberate the French Resistance. <laughs> Liberated. Uh, they happily do so and fly off into space. Um, then we find out the. Um, Vader's on Lothal, and he's not happy with uh, Minister Tua. For for well, who who is right? And, and it's funny because we have we we'll talk about it. let me let me go back into okay, it. Keep going. Keep going. So, um, Minister Tua has not been as um, I guess imaginative in her dealings with the rebels, and so uh, Vader's saying, "Hey, perhaps you need can go speak to Tarkin about this because he wants to see you tomorrow." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have a meeting with Tarkin." and him and um, Agent Callus is all like, yeah, you should go talk to him. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? And so she makes her call out to old Joe, our favorite, um, uh, what is he? He's a, I mean, he's a hammerhead. They're uh, a Thorian. There we go. There you go. Hey, I haven't done the Star Wars episode in a while. So his, our favorite Thorian bartender he, who calls the, the rebels through Chopper while they're in the middle of a meeting, and Cannon's all like, "Hey, let's send this message in." And Hera's like, "Just voice over only, so we can see, but they can't see us, because you know, secret meeting rebellion thing is not really good to have and just any phone calls in, right? Broadcast it; it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. You find out that uh, Tua has wants to be picked up, and because she feels fears for her life, and she has some things to trade." names of people who were sympathetic to the rebellion on Lothal. However, the most important thing is that she had knows why the Emperor is interested in Lothal. It is not because of the industrial complex they have built. There's something else they need. So they're like, we'll go pick you up. Here here's some here's some thing, you know, here here's some coordinates. We'll we'll meet you. Blah blah blah. We'll we'll, we'll come rescue you. Hera and Kana get into it because Hera's all like, hey, you can't have Chopper do that. And Kanan's like, I don't want to be part of a war. I liked what we were doing. The Robin Hood thing worked for us. And it's like, I've done my Clone Wars thing. I don't want to do this again because apparently it did not work out well for him. And she tries to be understanding. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, the group goes back to Lothal to go rescue Minister Tua. Um... The, they uh, they use a normal shuttle to get there with Chopper because the because of the battle before the episode before the Empire may know what the ghost signal is mm -hmm. and so they can't yeah they they want to find they or they to, could look out the window and then, hey look that's the ghost that's the ghost right <sighs> wow boo um <laughs> uh so they so they go to meet Minister Tua at the capital city and they go to Cannon uh, beats up a stormtrooper. And takes his armor in five seconds, which one thing I want to discuss in this episode. And uh, him and Ezra, who happens to find... No, that's later. i got to get back. i got to remember that. They go to... Cannon um, gets armor. Uh, everyone goes to rescue Tua. Um, gunfire crazy craziness goes on. And 
to a shuttle's explodes with her on it. So she because she, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's always a trap. <clears throat> They're stuck. They have to figure out another way to get off the planet. Um, they decide that uh, they make a plan at Ezra's house, and uh, the Empire finds them there, and so they keep running it, and um, they find a shuttle, and they also find Darth Vader. Not something they were exactly looking for. So Kane and Ezra goes like, man, we sense this crazy thing, let's go fight, and Vader just whoops, it dominates. He just dominates. He's just... He is just amazing in this fight. He beats Kanan up like he's nothing. He he uses the force to put uh, Ezra's lightsaber to his throat and is, and is all like, you thought you were going to be a Jedi, but not today kind of thing. Um, Kanan rescues him, uh, doing super force leap to you know touch frame. Um, the, both the boys use the force to have some AT-TTs collapse on Vader, who was like, that's nah, okay. I'll just use the force and pick the pick it up and just walks out of the fire and and, and stuff that because um, uh, Sabine blew it up with with um, uh, Zeb. They escape to the shuttle. Uh, they're shooting at Vader. Um, Vader reflects with his lightsaber and shoots. Uh, it reflects and hits um, Sabine in the face. <laughs> she got shot in the face by Vader. It was epic, <laughs> and she lived. Kind of a badass. <laughs> they realize they escape. They realize that they're, they're they're being watched. They need a way to get off the planet, and so they use their contacts with Lando. Lando trades some energy um, shield generators that they have uh, acquired along this mission um, for way off the planet. They meet him at Lando's ranch. Well, they don't meet Lando. Lando's not there. They meet Lando's um, droid. Who sounds like he's from Texas? <laughs> he's a country western. Star. He's like, howdy do. <laughs> I wanted him to have a cowboy hat and tip. I'm just saying. Uh, Vader has Turkentown burned down because uh, reasons. Because he's give. He's trying to make sure you know the the planet turns against the rebels, and uh, they use. So Vader burns down uh, Tarkintown, and uh, Ezra's all sad. Oh. Zeb's like, we go rescue people, and Kanan's like, no, because we have to leave the planet. And they do, and they use, I guess, the Firefly maneuver to mass their signals to escape. Yeah. So they escape. However, the shuttle they on was bugged, and Vader knows where they're going. And so Vader just tells um, his admiral to say, hey, I just need my ship. Go get my ship. And the admiral's like, wait a minute. Why is this he going? And Agent Callus is like, because he's a badass. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it signs up to. This like, is really not, I can't. He, I can't he's really like, confuse, you know. I think, honestly, he's, when he says sir, it's more like, He's crazy, right? And Callus is like, no, we'll just get the fleet and follow him. We'll be all right. Yeah, he, it'll, he, it'll be all right. He good. He good. Uh, the ghost makes it back to the Phoenix fleet, and but Chopper's like, "Hey, they've followed us." <laughs> and there's a signal, and um, one ship shows up, and it's Vader in his uh, Tide Vance. They launch the entire squad squadron against him, and for the next like five minutes, 
it's Vader killing everybody. Yes. Just murdering everybody. Just murdering. Just, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, the, the, the thing launches and, and you hear the, the captain's uh, commander Sato on the ship. And he's like, we've lost Phoenix 1 and 2. And if you know anything about Star Wars, they've just lost their squadron leader and the second best pilot they had. In seconds. Yes. The rest of them are like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm the number three guy. <laughs> I'm not built for this. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. supposed to work today. Vader just wipes out Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Squadron. Hera gets in the Ghost with the Ghost crew to go fight. Ahsoka Tano joins them because she's like, can I help out? She is pretty much useless in this fight. Yeah. She just sits in the cockpit. I don't think she, like in the co-pilot seat, I don't see her actually do anything. <laughs> Moral support. Moral support. Good shot. Go Great job. job. And Carter would probably disagree with me on that one, but he's not here. That's um, what he gets for working. Um, her and Kanan try to figure out what crazy thing that they, they're fighting out there and they realize maybe it's a Sith Lord guy they fought on the planet and they start reaching out for the force and then something strange happens Ahsoka reaches out and feels through the force the pilot and she screams and passes out Vader responds with the princess lives so that's a question for later <laughs> put that in your mind we're gonna put a pin in that one uh the ghost buys enough time for the rest of the ships to escape. The ghost then, then escapes itself. Um, they don't know what they're going to do because, you know, well, what are they going to do? They're going to do it together because that's, yeah, that's how they work. <laughs> and when you think that's the end of the episode, it really goes to the Empire side. You see Vader speak to, um, clear everyone out of the bridge so he can speak to the Emperor. And he says, hey, the apprentice, uh, you know, of, of course, no, the Emperor asks, um, are the rebels broken? He's like, they are broke. I whooped their ass because that's what I do if I'm Vader. And he's like, hey, but there's something else. And he's like, what's that? He goes, the princess of Anakin Skywalker lives. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yep. And she's in league with the rebels. He kind of wants to go after her. And Vader says, no, send some inquisitors. And because she maybe knows where some other Jedi are. And then he says, Kenobi, maybe Kenobi. And I want to talk about that too in a minute. Um, and. Emperor's like, perhaps, if he's still alive, but don't worry about it. We'll, we got Inquisitors looking. We'll take care of it, and then that's where it ends. Yeah. A lot of happened in a two-part episode. We kind of uh, I kind of summed up. but And now it's time for Ethan's Fun Facts. Okay. Um, Ethan's Fun Facts. Right. Fun what? Facts with Ethan. Um, in Season 2, Ezra now has burns. On his left cheek? Yeah, he's got scars. He had scars. He's scarred. It looks like he had a, uh, a loth cat. Yeah, he gets scratched him on the face. Well, scars are a thing with heroes in Star Wars. Han's got the scar. You know, Harrison Ford's got the scar on his chin. Um, Luke's got the scars on his face from the Mark Hamill's act. They kind of they kind of worked it in with the Wampa attack. So. Mm -hmm. Scars are a thing where heroes. It happens. Da -da. Let's see here. Um... Trying to find something that's fun and exciting. There's really nothing fun and exciting. Oh, come on. Ah! Um, the first draft of the script, uh, Lando was actually supposed to be at the farm. But he wasn't. In the second draft, they replaced him with his protocol droid. Willie. W-I-L-E. Yep. Or W-1 Willie. 
Oh, blockade runners just can carry, can carry three TIE fighters. There you go. Now you know. With docking tubes extended and blockade I'm not TIE fighters, A-Wings. I don't want everything. I'm, go Empire! <laughs> I do like A-Wings, though. Um, scorch marks that Sabine sustains in battle inspire her to repaint her armor and update her look. She's got a so, new hair color. Right, she got a new hair color. Her armor is a little different. Right. She just um, got shot in the face. She totes got shot in the face and in the chest. Like, she got messed up. She got... Luckily, she has armor. Right? Um, some, of, some of the Phoenix Squadron A-Wing fighters have blue stripes and white triangles to match Ralph McQuarrie, McQuarrie portfolio, portfolio art he created for the release of Return of the Jedi. Ralph McQuarrie's amazing. He's the man. Right? Santo command ship is a repurposed medical frigate from the Clone Wars. After Darth Vader destroys it, Santo transfers his command to a blockade runner, Liberator. And the Liberator should still be around in Return of the Jedi. If they keep the same kind of yes. canon, the Liberator, because the Liberator is at the Battle of the Death Star 2. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's it for that site. Yeah. Fun and exciting thing. Let's see if... The design of Lando, Lando's droid is based on an early war, uh, design by Ralph McQuarrie for 3PO. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. All the pilots <laughs> in Phoenix Squadron wear red shirts in reference to Star Trek where everyone who wore a red shirt in the episode dies. So if you're a re- <laughs> if you're a pilot in the Rebel Alliance and they don't go, wear red, they're like, don't wear red. Here, here's a red shirt. Take the red shirt. Yep, nope. Don't wear wear red. That's funny. So I can I can. That's funny. And most importantly, Vader's voiced by uh, James Earl Jones and Billy Dee Williams reprises Lando. So we got some original voices back. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So this was the f- kind of our summer break episode after the season, mm-hmm. and we were excited to have it. it's a two parter. Um, I guess they could air it's a two part. So it runs as a movie. Um, and it's, I loved it. It was really good. I loved it. It's one of my favorite episodes of the run so far. And, and it's probably still my favorite episode of the episodes they have shown up to now. Still. I don't say the other ones are, are they're not, they're, right. they're great, but right. I like, so far, and I think it's just me. I don't like, watching Vader be Vader is amazing. Right. You, you kind of have this weird thing for Vader. Well, no, it, look, as, you know, as a kid, as a Star Wars fan, you know, Seeing Vader in the movies, you know, he moves in a very particular way because David Prowse in the suit and the armor can only move, you know, he can't raise his arms up, he can't, you know, and so he fights in this, in a very, very specific way that he does, he's not limited to in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. He can fight now, like, like you know, you know, they can just animate him fighting any way he wants to. Right. And Vader has this unique style of fighting that translates so beautifully in the animated series. I love Kanan going after him and he just grabs Kanan's hand. Yeah. Like, like I would love to see him do that with Luke. Boy, you cannot fight me. You know, like on right. investment. But he gets to do that to Kanan and that's awesome. And I like him using the force against Ezra, like putting the lightsaber to his throat and saying, you know, you're not going to be a Jedi. Your, your master has fooled you. It's, you know. I still think that's kind of silly because... He can still turn the lightsaber off. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe the force field prevented him. You know, the force was... I'm giving Scotty that, really. Really. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right now. 
I don't. I, it's a button. But that. It's, it's, but that's always irritated me, right? Mm-hmm. Is the fact that. I mean, you don't have to press it down to keep it on. You just turn it on. Right. You just turn it on. So why don't you just boop and turn it off and just as easily? You know what I'm saying? And, right. And because Ezra has that weird lightsaber that shoots energy bolts plus um, his the lightsaber. has lightsaber, lightsaber and, and the stun bolts. Then the stun bolts. He could have just shoot the stun bolts, but then would turn off his lightsaber. Yeah, but the stun bolts are not going to do anything against Vader. Anyway. No, but it would keep you from getting your head cleaved. His head doesn't get cleaved because you can't cleave it. It's a Disney show. Still, it's still dramatic. You know, if I, if I was seven years old watching this, I'd be like, "Oh, he can't kill Ezra." <laughs> I would. I totally would do that. Yes, he can, kids. <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, "George R. R. Martin made this episode." <laughs> All your heroes die. That would be fun. That'd be fun to do a crossover where um, R. R. Martin writes a Star Wars. Uh, episode. I won't watch it if there's a wedding in it. All of them <laughs> die. Everyone just die. I will not watch it if there's a wedding. In it. There's just no way you cannot. It <laughs> would be that would be beautiful. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google Game of Thrones. <laughs> please, please, your life will change. Um, I'm not sure for the better or for the worse, yeah, but for it will the better, change. It's a good show. It's, it's a great show. show. You can listen to our Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> Soon. Soon. There's enough seasons we could probably get away with it. Uh, probably could. Probably could. But um, other things I liked in this episode, I liked, um, I love seeing the A-Wings in action. I love A-Wings. I love A-Wings and B-Wings, and the rumor is we're getting B-Wings this season. Mm-hmm. And so I love, I love watching them fight. And I like, it's interesting because, the, and, you know, I try to keep this uh, these shows canon because, you know, I like to. But, um, you know, the story, as they were told us, because, you know, we didn't see A-Wings or B-Wings until Jedi. Right. So they were like, well, they were in production in between the Empire and Jedi, but now they're like, no, they're older than that, which I think is kind of cool. Right. Because A-Wings were supposed to be in response to TIE Interceptors, which we haven't seen yet. And uh, B-Wings were... were Basically you know, the heavy bombers. Yeah, they're heavy bombers. They're, they're the upgrade from the Y-Wing, because the Y-Wing's a bomber, but the B-Wings are supposed to be like super, like, well, here's us bombing a yeah. Star Destroyer, which we never see it actually bomb anything. <laughs> right, which makes me very sad, because... Uh, the video games. Yeah. Um, there was a, the X X Wing versus Tie Fighter video game. Yeah, X Wing versus. Yeah, yeah. Great game, right? Um, I always got lost in the middle of battles because well, it's space. Um, so I'd always go off in the wrong direction, and because that game didn't have any boundaries, so you just kept going and going and going, and then you turned and you were like, "Where is everyone?" And you realized you're like eight light years away from the battle. <laughs> just so you had to turn around and, a new family. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Well, the heck with this," but. One of my favorite missions is you hopped in a B-Wing and you went and bombed um, Super Star Destroyers. Cool. Which was fun. Oh, yeah. Right? I never made it. I never lived. But always a good always a good time. I always played uh, the ties in that because I love Interceptors. I yeah. love Interceptors. Uh, Baron Sinterfell is my hero. He's like Lando the Baron. <laughs> She's or <laughs> right, and so, um, and I could, but ties have no shields, right? And so that's tough. And then I would always get like I, I'd I'd go on like a, a dogfight. I'd be following that an X wing or a Y wing trying to shoot it down, and that it would lure me in the wake of a of a engine 
Mm-hmm. And I just burn up. I just, right. Because they've got shields and they can do it. I'll be like, I'm falling, stupid. I do this every time. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was uh, one of my favorite maneuvers. I've killed that. more and more pilots that way. You would think the Empire would be like, hey, wait a minute. We should put a shield generator on those. No, but they're, they're they, too small. Well, they are too small and they're what they lack in shields, they have in maneuverability. They're still the more maneuverable than. Right. The other ships. What makes X-wings great is because they're maneuverable and they're fast, but they and have shields. But you know, in a straight dogfight, Tie fighters are still better. Plus, there's the sheer number they swarm you. Right. There's well, see, you look at you look at uh, World War Two, if we will. You have the P-51 Mustang, right. which was the flagship in for the United States because mm-hmm. that thing was a beast. So that would be our, you know, in reference, that would be our X-wing. And then you have. Um, the MiGs, right? Or you would have, um, oh shoot, now I can't remember the name of it. The 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 fighter for the main fighter for the German side. Hang on, the Luftwaffe. The Luftwaffe. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fighter. See, this is the cool thing about having um, uh, internets right <laughs> next to you when you're doing this, so I can look at these things. Um, let's see here. Germany, country of origin. Come on, thank you. Germany? Yeah, say that. <laughs> no. The Messerschmitt. You did say that. The Messerschmitt. The Messerschmitt. I, I have, I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to World War II because uh, I find it fascinating. But the, so the Messerschmitt would be basically the TIE fighters. Mm-hmm. They were faster, they were um, more maneuverable. But what they found was the um, Mustangs, for whatever reason, they were a bit heavier and a bit slower, but they could pack more power. And that's why um, by the middle to the end of the war in Europe, the you know the Allies controlled the skies because the Messerschmitts, they could keep up. And then they tried to put in these weird um, jet fighter, uh, jet version uh, fighters, which I can't for the life of me remember the name of. Um, but they were terrible. They were too fast to fight prop planes. Right. And they, they had, they, I mean, they were screaming fast, but you couldn't really do much with them. And it was way too late. But yeah, I mean, so you kind of, I, I like how, I like how you, if you really want to, you can look at the comparisons between World War Two and the Star Wars universe. Right. Because they're, 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 a lot of it is kind of, you see similarities. Well, there. yeah, I mean, Lucas is influenced. I mean, he, he's the... He's a baby boomer, so yeah. so he's he's influenced just like Spielberg is. Yeah, and so I mean it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. So I think it's I mean, that's stuff. why that's why there's dogfights in space because in space you really dogfights doesn't make sense in space. Yeah, it could no, there's no make no sense. There's no up, so there doesn't have to be an up. Yeah, it has to be an up. Doesn't have to be an up. You have to. Have an up. You play you play enough space games, you realize still- you don't you don't need up. <laughs> Uh, it's based on Earth. That's what we have. You don't need up. Well, if you think we need up, <laughs> you tweet us at at Mopcast Network. Hashtag we need up. <laughs> so okay, I, I, I'll, I'll tell myself a little bit. I've been playing a great video game called Elite Dangerous. Um, it's a long series. Uh, they just redid it for the consoles, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One, uh, PS4, uh, new PCs, um, and it's all based in space. That's all you're doing. Is you have space stations that you fly around to, and you have the, the entire Milky Way galaxy is open. 
to you. Just go play. Have fun. Cool. Um, it's really cool. Um, but you fly around in, in that type of atmosphere for long enough, you realize that up doesn't matter. Okay. I, I, okay. I'm not, I mean, I've never been there, so I don't know. Right. I, I just assume up, since there is no up, that would be like, I need up. <laughs> or down, or left or right. It just doesn't quite exist. No, it doesn't need to, though. You just, as long as... Because if, if you think about it this way, you um, if, if you're following a target, it doesn't matter where they're going as well, long as you get behind them. But, like, I mean, I'm, like, thinking, like, classic dogfighting. Like, World War II dogfighting, you, you needed that because they only go so f- Like, I know today our jet planes can, can our jet fighters can dogfight, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's different because when you're a mile ahead someone, you know what I'm saying? Right, It's yeah. not like when you're just right there, and so it's, it's different. I, I remember on the news... Here in America, they were complaining about some new fighters they were designing, and you know, people were like, "Well, they can't even dogfight." I'm like, "Well, you really don't need to dogfight right. anymore. The the ideas of dogfighting is different." I think like the F-16 is the last really jet fighter that can dogfight, right. I and mean, all the rest of them are built for. Well, there's a turret like ten miles that way. We're just gonna kill it. We're just gonna launch things out until it dies. Right. So, I, you know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, moving on. Um. I talked to Carter about this, and I wish he was here, but he's, he's, he's busy with his new job. Congratulations, Carter. Yay, Carter. So, I'll, I'll bring this question to you. Okay. Um, I, actually, I think you were here when we talked about it the other day. But, um, so, let's look at Vader wanting to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Vader fights Obi-Wan. At least once before the Battle of the Death Star. Is it recording? Yes. It's just not moving. Sorry. It's moving? Oh, oh, look at that. Sorry, I'm not used to recording on this. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I agree. I I like the idea of him fighting uh, once, at least once before. Um, and, I, and, and here's my logic behind this. And 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 hear me out for a second on this. He says when he on the Death Star that the last time I faced you, I was but a learner. But now I, I'm the master. That could be Mustafar. Mm-hmm. That could be, or that could be another incident. Obi Wan knows that the machine is Vader. Right. Um, and knows that the machine, Vader, is Anakin Skywalker. Um, and I assume, I have to watch episode three again, too, because Yoda says that he wants Obi-Wan to fight his apprentice, Vader, or the, he, he calls him by Vader's name, but I can't remember in the hologram, just to rise, you're my new apprentice, Vader. I can't remember if he gets the name there. How do they know his name is what I'm really trying to ask? I can't remember. I think, I think when... Um, I could be completely wrong. It's been a while since I've seen episode 30. Right. If, if my memory serves, it's after he saves the Emperor. From... No, no. That's when he... Yeah, okay, so... So that's when he... Gets, that, yeah, the Emperor names him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah but I'm asking after... After... Uh, Obi-Wan and... Uh, after Anakin kills the younglings and is off to Mustafar to kill the Separatists. Mm-hmm. He's on Mustafar. 
Obi Wan and Yoda after Order sixty six sneak back to the Jedi Temple, find all the dead people, and start looking at the holocrons and stuff to find out what's going on. And there's a holocron of there's a holographic image I remember of the Emperor and Vader, Anakin is Vader, Vader, human Vader. And but I don't know if there's a audio with that or not. And so I don't know where they get the idea of Vader. So my question is is this if if Obi-Wan doesn't know that his name is Vader, he has to figure that out. Because he tells and he tells Luke in episode four that his father was betrayed by Vader. By by another apprentice named uh, uh, Darth Vader. According to a certain point of view, which is totally BS. But <laughs> that's called not knowing your entire story. <laughs> but so, I would think that they've at least fight once more, and I hope they do it in Rebels, because that gives us a chance to have Obi-Wan in Rebels. Right. We need Obi-Wan in Rebels. I need, I need a, I'd love to see a young Obi-Wan. You know, well, middle-aged. He's not Rebels. He's, he's only, he, he's only 14 years older. So, I mean, he's in his 40s. I guess middle-aged. That would be middle-aged, middle dude. Because... Because the time is all weird. Because, like, I don't know how, how old Obi-Wan is in episode one. Because he's a Padawan. So he could be, like, 18. Even though Ewan McGregor's, like, 90. <laughs> <laughs> and so... It's not that old. And then it's 10 years in episode two later. So let's say he's eight, 19. Let's say he's 18, 19. So he's 28 in episode two. Mm-hmm. And there's only, like, five years in between episode two and three, right? Or three years. It's not very long. Right. So he's in his early 30s, and now he's 13 years later, so he's, like, 46. Which is still middle-aged, but I'm like, the question is, is, like, what makes him turn into Alec Guinness? Because Alec Guinness looked old and rough. <laughs> and, um, I would, I, <laughs> uh, the, what we discussed when we discussed it, uh, Vader and Obi-Wan fight. Pause. Okay. All right, so after the phone call, and then we pause a minute to, to answer the question. So in the recording, it does say, you know, the Emperor says to Luke, uh, Anakin, lie, rise, Lord Vader, thank you for you know killing children. <laughs> Congratulations, you're an evil man. Now go kill people. And, and so so, so may, maybe my theory of Anakin and... Uh, Obi-Wan fighting before the end of... Or Vader and Obi-Wan uh, fighting before. We can dream. I think it'd be awesome. That's all I'm we saying. We can dream. I, 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 I think it would be a cool thing to do. We but can hope. I, I, I'm hopeful. Because I think that would be really cool. It would be very awesome. I just want to get um, Obi-Wan back on the show. Right? Yeah, right? It'd be fun. Because well, we got you know clones. We got D.D. Baker, man. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be very, very cool to get him and get it back. So we'll see. Oh, where else do I want to go with this? <laughs> we had a few things. We yeah, there are a couple. The armor. Oh, okay. So, so friends out there who listen to this and have Stormtrooper armor or remember the 501st, I would love to know how long it takes you to put on your armor. And I, I, and, and I asked 501st people specifically because they are veterans at having this armor. Right. And so... I think they know the most efficient way to put on Stormtrooper armor. Hopefully. Hopefully. So my question is, 
how long does it take to put on Stormtrooper armor? Because Kanan puts it on way too fast. Right? Because he's like, and don't even go there with like, well, he's a Jedi. I don't know if Jedi's help you turn, put your clothes on faster. No. I don't remember that unlockable skill in, right. in the video. <laughs> One of the RPGs. Like, or the RPGs. All right, dressing yourself. All right, at super Woo! speeds. Force, force dress. Force dress, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New at Nordstrom's, the force dress. <laughs> so, I like it. I like it a lot. So it's just, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm just saying, I kind of want to know how long it does take you to turn put on suit armor because I think to me it's it's just too fast because you got you know first you got to undress yeah but I guess he doesn't because he, he keeps his clothes around with him. even that um, armor he has on, right. the, on the side of his his shoulder that doesn't seem like it would fit underneath maybe you know, he just found a he was really lucky and got an XXL <laughs> stormtroopers all seem to look the same size aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I just, I just, and and maybe it's a question we get answered in uh, episode seven because you know Finn looks like in the trailer that he crashes landing and he takes off his armor pretty quick because yeah when we see him it looks like he's just wearing like a leather jacket and his body sock. True. So uh, you know I just you know and they do it in episode four too when they're on the. Uh, the Falcon and get get you know, knock the guys the Stormtroopers mm-hmm. out and switch the armor, but it's just to me it seems awfully fast. So, like Kanan's going Buckethead, and then my other question is is that when they when they do this um, plan to uh, sneak out using the uh, using an Imperial shuttle, they um, uh, Esrik just comes up with a his cadet outfit. His cadet outfit just out of nowhere. Cadet outfit. And so, you know, nitpicking, far-reaching things, but, you know. They're plot holes. They're plot, <laughs> plot holes that need to be filled. Dave Filoni out there, just let me know. Let me know. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Dave Filoni. Answer my question. And there was a more Aladdin stuff in this episode. Oh, they were, yeah. They were climbing uh, power cables and things. It's and not, I, like, quite parkour. Mm-hmm. It's, like, parkour wannabe. Yeah, like Aladdin. Like, the first yeah. opening of Aladdin. Yeah. Part one step ahead of the bread line, right? <laughs> you know that's how, how I, Ezra. That's Ezra totally is Aladdin. Someone asked me, well, you know, a Star Wars friend was asking, said they'd never seen Rebels, and asked me how it was. I said, all right, so uh, you take Aladdin, you add some Firefly, and dip it in Star Wars, and you get Rebels. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Right, I'm okay with too, but just you know, to what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they brought back the lazily listing to the left technique for, <laughs> for space battles. So you apparently for, that works really well for capital ships. That's just yeah. what you do. <sighs> He's lazily He's listing to, to the, the left. left. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, I like um, this episode of just Vader. All I want to do is watch Vader do stuff. I mean, Vader was awesome in the whole thing. The whole, you know, it's just. All right, so where are the rebels at? Cool. Um, I heard there's a town they like. Burn it. Burn it. <laughs> Every okay. <laughs> Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. And then that's basically how he how he goes about it too, which is the best part. And then it's, you know whooping up on Kanan and Ezra, and then the one man battle he is. 
because you you hear Anakin's the greatest star pilot in the galaxy kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then he becomes Vader. Vader's the best star pilot in the galaxy. We never see Vader do that in the classic trilogy. Right. We just see him shoot a couple of things, and and he's good. Don't get me wrong, but you know the technology wasn't there of him doing loop de loops and right and just. I mean, there's a there's a scene, and you noted this when we watched it last. There's a scene where he flips backwards and fires backwards. Right. <laughs> and I was noting the, you know, previously when I was talking about Elite Dangerous, I was I was flying around in my spaceship thinking, hey, I want to try that. It didn't work. <laughs> it did, I I I hit a sun. <laughs> I hit the sun. I crashed. It was bad. I would think it would be hard to hit a sun. No. Not if you're going fast enough. It's not. It's pretty big. Not if you're going fast enough. You, you get you get pulled into its gravity. Oh, okay. And then, then if you don't have a powerful enough ship, you really there's not a lot and you can do. Like, and then you burn. You burn before you actually reach the surface. Right, right. Because you'll be yeah. off. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, you hit its outer atmosphere, and your space is not forgiving. No, no. The game is brutal. But it's awesome. I'm gonna try it. Um. But watching Vader just annihilate everybody right. was just something satisfying. <laughs> so, okay, we're watching episode three to figure out if Obi-Wan learns Vader's name. Right? Found out? Yes. Yes, right. But we kind of skipped ahead of the entire movie, and we got to close enough uh, where um, Vader lands on Mustafar and starts ripping apart the Which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Right. And, and, and we'll... Scotty starts giggling like a schoolgirl. Well, because I do. And he's like, hee, they're dying, And it, it was... Because uh, I hate the Separatists so much. It was, I, hate, it was, I hate the Nemorians. I hate the bug people, the Geonosians. Kind of creepy. I'm not I'm not lying. It was, it was kind of like... I just don't like those guys. Yeah. But... I did point out that uh, one of them, Lot Dodd, or one of them sounds like, uh, his name is Lot Dodd. I know. <laughs> uh, sounds like uh, uh, Hank Hill when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> no! Yeah, like, Ooh! yeah it, was, it was. Probably, probably the censors. I don't do impressions. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to this show. <laughs> right? Um, I'm sad about one thing in this episode, is that uh, we're leaving Lothal. And that means we're leaving the Lothal cat. Aww. Still going to be our um, mascot for a while. Woo! Until we find something, something even more adorable. Cool. And right now, you know, not I don't see anything yet. No. The Loth cat is pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I I still think that's how Ezra got his scars. He's just gets, saying. He gets Loth catted. He got Loth catted. You always do like a probe droid. Probe droids are cute. True. The little, the little the little droid that the um, Seven uh, Sister has. Yeah. Yeah, those are those things are cool. Can't wait. The Buffy the Jedi Slayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, getting we're not there. Yeah. Couple weeks, we'll get to talk about Buffy the Jedi Slayer. And yeah. I, not my not my term, but because it's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar, and the moment I heard it, though, I'm like, I could see it. I could see Nerf Herder doing this opening to Jed, Buffy the Jedi Slayer. I may have to make that. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. I, have to, I may have to make that. I like I like how there are very subtle things in the universe. <laughs> no, I mean in, in the Star You got very zen on me. Very subtle things. Very subtle in the, things in the Zen universe. In, in the Star Wars universe that if you pick up on, right, make it like a million times better. 
Such as? Such as the, um, like the Geonosian language. Yeah, the clicks and stuff. The really button. listen to it one day. Just sit down and really pay attention to it. Because it is so freaking cool sounding. Okay. I'll take your word. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about this when we talk about the, the Clone Wars. Yeah. I mean, the, the Attack of the Clones, because you used a lot of geonosians in that. Right, right. So there's... Anakin the, slaughters so many of them. And it's so beautiful. It's like, those people have souls. He doesn't care. <laughs> no, he does not care. Um, you know, the Seventh Sister, her voice, super cool. Right. Um, I like how, if you really pay attention, each ship... Um, each clash of ship has a different kind of tone quality to yeah, it. Yeah, because the sound design of this is Right, phenomenal. the sound design, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's the small things that they're really kind of, they're not phoning in. Right. Like, which, you, which I will admit the Lego episode that came on, we were, we were here, uh, we watched last week's episode. Yeah, we watched the one with Honda. Right, and then the Lego Star Wars came on. Joy Tales. Yeah. I laughed at a few things. They did... They did do a great throwback to a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, they did. There's there's some funny jokes, and overall, that wasn't really satisfying. No, either. no, but they, they phoned in. turned like it out like half of them. 90% of that show. And, and, I, and I watched a couple episodes before, because I'm because i so used to Star Wars Rebels being really, really good. And I love the Lego movie, and I'm like, Star Wars Lego stuff should make sense and be kind of funny. Video games are funny. Right. They're funny, and they're clever, and... They're 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 witty right. and they have this own personality that's like really unique to it. Right. And then you have the show which is just utter garbage. And I like the the Lego one with little uh, excuse me little kid Han. They kept calling Ian the whole time because mm-hmm. his name tag was sideways or whatever. Right. And he's like, no, I'm Han. And I'm like, oh, that's funny and adorable. And then I think there's a callback to that in Droid Tales too. I think he shows up in Droid Tales. I watched the one with the rebels in it. And was disappointed that uh, it wasn't voiced by any of our rebels. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a crossover episode, but none with the cast. Yeah, right, which was weird. a terrible idea. It was like, there should be all in the same kind of area. You should... Yeah, you should be in the same complex. But may- who knows? I don't know. Maybe couldn't get them. I just, just... Yeah. Like, even, like, Hera, like, Vanessa Marshall, I mean, it was like... Clearly, she's probably somewhere nearby. You could have just called her up, and she'd be like, "I'll say the two, three Hera line." I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a contract thing. I'm not sure, but I heart Hera. <laughs> hashtag I heart Hera. Oh boy, there's a hashtag I heart Sabine. I know. I like her hair. No, in this yeah, Sabine's Sabine's new hair. Sabine's new hair in this season is on point. <laughs> I'm gonna try to convince Alyssa to do that. Do I don't you, think it's gonna work. I don't know. See, oh, she could totally cosplay as right? Sabine. Right. Totally cosplay Sabine. Unfortunately, as we have listened to her podcast, she's not a big fan of Star Wars and or Star Wars Rebels. But she's a big fan of you. Yeah. So. So. I mean, she didn't marry you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you never know? One night. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can get very awkward with this. <laughs> yes. Yes. We can. Uh, uh, we we had we had a few awkward conversations about Obi Wan Kenobi uh, looking after Luke uh, last time we were all together. Yeah. <laughs> what, what young teenage boys do when they discover their lightsabers? Yeah, and, <laughs> and discover. What and then, but then I got to think about Yoda, always watching, wondering where his mind was at, not what he was doing, but where you know that kind of stuff. I was like, no, Yoda's watching him, you know, lightsabering. <laughs> I 
that's a very polite way of putting it. Well, it's a, kind of a PG-13 show, lightsaber. Yeah, lightsaber, yeah. In case you're listening, ask your parents what lightsabering is. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, they'll never listen to us again. Exactly. We will be banned from the car ride. I like somebody's new look. Hera was alright in this episode. Um, I like Cap- I like when Captain Hera is being out Captain Hera. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, like, to, I just want to salute going, yes, ma'am. I there think, are so many moments in the Siege of Lothal that I just want to be like, and kiss. Because they're just like, just do it. Just right. Do and, it and already. I understand they're trying not to because they don't want to build relationships in a card game, which mm. I think. But, you know, everything else. I mean, they're killing me. They killed the, the Inquisitor last episode. And they killed Minister Tua this episode. And it's like, if it's funny how death is acceptable. but Death is fine. Love but isn't. Love and romance. God yeah. forbid. Right. It's, it's not like I don't want to see them mid-coitus, but I'd like to see them, <laughs> you know, kiss. At least show more than a handhold and a R- hug. Right, right. They're not Amish. Um, They're hashtag space married. <laughs> hashtag space, space married. I like how um, Hera is all like gung-ho about being a part of something bigger. Right. And Kanan's like, nah, I'm good. She gets it from her dad. Yeah. And so, and which I've not seen that episode. The, I have not either. Because he's in the Clone Wars. There's a Clone Wars episode that it's a Cham Sindua. I don't remember that. And there's so and there's a little Hera in it. Oh no, maybe I have seen that. Maybe. Well, maybe we'll watch it tonight. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I gotta definitely have to think about that now. Uh, I have not seen it. So. Yeah. Is Cham Sindula on his own Rythal? Yeah, I think I've seen the images. That, I, I think I remember that episode. I've seen the images, but I've not seen the episode. It's, if I remember correctly, it's a good one. I'm trying to save it for like you know, the episode. I'd be like, oh look, adorable little baby hero. I'd be oh, like, hashtag cool. I heart baby hero. <laughs> not creepy. Oh, she's adorable. She is. Uh, I like I like that though, that because she's just like we're gonna do this, and he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And she's like, no, because I think we're Kane, gonna do this. Right, but I, you know, I think Kane's okay. right. He's he's warrior weary. I mean, if you read the you know, canon comics, uh, I mean, which are canon, he's, you know, he he's a Padawan when this all happens, and then, you know, when his master is killed in Order 66, and he's on the run, and I think he's like, I've done my war. I also, you also have to think if it's, if, if it's kind of also a little bit of survivor's guilt. I bet, I bet there's a lot of it. Because he doesn't want to rehash that right because he feels like and this has been established he feels like he's let down the jedi order right right and that he let down his master and yoda and everyone else right because he survived right and and rightfully so because he was so young when he had he has no you know frame of reference right he was happy being the young padawan saving the day kind of thing being you know fighting along with you know his, his master and being uh you know I mean, he's like Ahsoka. And right. so, having that ripped from you at such a long age, of course it gives you that survivor. Why didn't I die along with my parents kind of thing? Right. And I think he, he definitely carries that with him. And because of that, because of his, his sense of, of failure, and it it keeps growing as we progress through the season. Right. It's like, I, you kind of get the feeling that he really wants Ezra to be so much better than he is. He wants him to be so far advanced 
but he doesn't have the tools to get him there. Right. And so he feels like he's failing Israel. Of course, he, yeah, yeah, and he's trying the best he can. But right. he's, you know, I think, I think, you know, the first few episodes of Rebels when we have, you know, Kanan realizing that he can't train Ezra, and he's failing Ezra. And that's when they go look for um, mm-hmm. the other, the Jedi right. Master, and would you find out that she's dead in that episode? Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert for an episode like episode four. If you're spoiled already by that, sorry. But but, I, I think but, it's also like, but then I think when Yoda or the Force talks to him, and uh, during uh, I guess which would have been Ezra's Jedi early Jedi trials or whatever, um, I think they're both being tested then. And, yeah, and so it's I think when Yoda or the Force, whatever you want to call it talks to Kanan and kind of gives the blessing that it's going to be okay. You know, you're, you're going to be fine. I think he's a little better about it. Yeah. And so, I, so I don't know if he's, I don't know if he feels like he's failing him now, but I think there definitely was that there, but yeah, there's survivors guilt huge with him. Yeah. He likes what he's doing. He's giving back playing Robin Hood. That's what he wants to do. He wants to play mm-hmm. Robin Hood. He doesn't want to be a part of this war. And unfortunately, buddy, you've wrapped up in it. Another thing I, I'm really fascinated about, about from speculation from episode seven is that the war is not over. It right. doesn't end at the destruction of the second Death Star. The rebels are still fighting, which becomes uh, the, the resistance. Mm-hmm. They become the resistance and fighting the, the, uh, the New Order. And so it's, it's interesting to me that you know this is 13 years before, or 14 years uh, no, no, seven years before New Hope, thirteen years after the Clone Wars. So there's the only time they had "quote unquote" peace is for a small time before they could get together before New Hope, right? And then Alderaan destroyed and everything gets you know gets reorganized, and so it's like thirty-two years of just war, right? And so I kind of yeah, in hindsight, knowing what I know that's in store for Kanan's future, I I feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, because this is the. This is one of the things that I think if it was up to him, he would go hide under a rock on some remote planet somewhere. Like Yoda. Yeah, and just ride this out. Right. And just let the world tear itself apart and he'd be happy as a clam sitting on Dagobah chilling out with Yoda. Right. Which, you know, would be kind of a cool episode. Yeah. If, if, if he figures that out. But, and then you gotta look at, you gotta look at things. Okay, so... In Empire, Luke is going off to go fight Vader to rescue his friends on Cloud City. Right. And Obi-Wan says, that boy's our only hope. And Yoda says, no, there's another. And then in Jedi, we Yoda reveals to Luke that there's another Skywalker. The question goes now, since, since I now know that we know things that they couldn't conceive 30 years ago when they made Empire. So, take that aside and put everything in, in, in context of canon. Does Yoda only mean Leia? Or does Yoda mean there's other Jedi out there? Or does Yoda mean that if Luke can't do it, Leia will be able to because it has to be a Skywalker to do it? Right. Because the Force is strong with the Skywalker line. Or, here's a wild and crazy idea. Is it 
is he not talking about Luke or Leia at all? Is he talking about Anakin? Because Anakin is the one who brings ba- ultimate balance to the Force. Right, he Supposedly, because now we're figuring out that there's all these new Jedi. And so by the time Jedi ha- Return of the Jedi happens... Which is interesting, because that's a misleading title now. Because they don't return. According to Episode 7, they don't. Right. Because apparently Luke's gone off, and they don't, you know... If you saw the new trailer... If you haven't seen the new trailer, shame on you. But the whole... And you haven't seen the new um, foreign trailer. Yeah, the Japanese trailers. Shame, shame on you, because that's all... Wow! But the whole thing about the you know the Jedi, the Dark Side of the Light Side, that's true. Apparently it's become even deeper in myth. Which I find fascinating. Right. And so... Well, oh, how, how do you beat something? Oh yeah, you just you bury, bury it. it. You bury it. And so and so, I think they're doing a great job at that. I think it. it to me, I wonder if because because you know I like I like Kanan, I like Ezra, I like Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I want them to live. I want right. them to be a part of this universe after the the trilogy after 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 the holy trilogy. I want I want the, their stories to continue, but. If we go in context of the canon, maybe that's not going to be the case. Right. Which will make Rebels end horribly. Right. Hope not. Hope not. Hope not. I mean, I mean, because you could think, because the, the galaxy is a big place. See, I mean, that's my thought. Because they could be, they could be fighting, you know, the the Empire on the other side of the galaxy. Right. See, my so thought, we would never even see, see them. I, I think. I think in the grand scheme of the Star Wars universe, Star Wars Empire Jedi are the stories, oh, and, and the prequels are the story of the Skywalkers. Right. But And and that's okay to have, but it's okay to have these other chapters. Mm-hmm. Rebels is the story of Ezra. Right. And it's going to have its own conclusion right. eventually. But it, it it doesn't have to mean that it's going to end in, in heartbreak and sadness. It's, right. You know, it's not going to end in his the death. The question is, um, and you'd probably be able to find the answer somewhere. Right. How far away is Lothal from you know? Is it it's it's out of rim? It's in the outer rim. It's it's how far out? Well, I'd say you don't know because there's not a. I don't know if there's an official canon map. Right. See, that would be interesting to see. Is how far away is you know Lothal from Dagobah? Right. Or from Tatooine or you know wherever Hoth or, the Hoth or of, wherever because right? I mean the only things that we know about that are in canon so you know there's only a handful of systems we know about we know about Coruscant mm-hmm. which is in the core we know about Corellia um I don't know if we know about Corellia in canon we may know about Corellia see I don't know about Clone Wars stuff so I'm only going about movies Clone, I know the Clone Wars are, are canon but I don't know what by the movies because we know outside of, I don't think they call anything Corellian. Oh, they do. The yeah, they Cor- do. The Corvettes are, yeah. Yeah. It's not about the Roman. So, so I know there's a Corellia. There is a Coruscant. There um, is Hoth, and apparently it's in the Anoat system. Mm-hmm. There's a Bespin, um, Sullust, because mm-hmm. that's where the rebels are gathering. Yeah. There's an Endor, mm-hmm. Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And that's all we see at Dagobah. And, and that's all we see. Well, you have the moons of Tatooine, which are technically canon. But they don't talk about like right. in, the, in the movies. They don't talk about the moons. They right. don't. They don't. You know. But all that stuff is somehow that, technically canon. Because you know, because Endor is a moon yeah. to a gas giant. Um, oh, Yavin. Yavin's a moon to a gas giant. Mm-hmm. Yavin four is a moon because Yavin's the gas giant. And 
so it's just it's it's interesting. And I know there's other other stuff like now Huda and uh, now Sharda and uh, um, Dis and I'm trying to see how many planet star systems I can name. Um, I know it's a system as a as a planet. Um, uh, Rithal and Kessel. They talk about Kessel. The spice finds a Kessel. Mm-hmm. So that's in the, so, but it's just interesting. So where does that all fit in, in this right in this galaxy? And which is, which would be an interesting question to get answered. Yeah. Uh, nudge nudge wink wink. Hey Dave Filoni out there, can you help help a brother out? Hashtag Dave Filoni answer my questions. But um, I think I think you know overall, CJ Lothal, excellent episode. I'm really really happy with it. You? Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's one of my I, favorite episodes of the. It's higher run right now. Yeah. It's not... Because um, you just... You have a thing for Darth Vader. Because he's awesome. And, uh... But, you know... It's still no... Idiot's Array. Idiot's Array is still my favorite episode. It is a really good one, too. Because Lando. So far... Let's see. Lando trumps Vader. Lando trumps Vader. Boy. We were talking uh, earlier... About the new Star Wars game coming out. Battlefront. Mm-hmm. And, um... How there's a heroes mode where all you do is play heroes, and Scotty informed me that all he's going to do is play Luke Skywalker and or Darth Vader and just kill everything I'm just gonna until play the last until Lando shows up, and then I'll play Lando, and then just gonna continuously play Lando, play Lando. and I'm hopefully like you know maybe we can mod it so I can get Lando with a lightsaber. Other than that, <laughs> just like works every time. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want. Um. So Battlefront's coming, so looking forward to that. And hopefully we'll be able to do some things with that. I think we will. We will be, so watch out for that. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. You can follow me at uh, at Scotty White. You can follow my good friend Ethan at at Ethan Young 1991. You can follow the network at Mobcast Network. Uh, you can actually follow uh, the website's up and running now, so you can get us at either at www.scottywhite.com or mobcast.com. They both go to the same place. <laughs> Whichever one you're, you know, you can, you know, type me because I'm vain, or you can type the network. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it both goes to the same place. Um, next week is we get. Look at that. There, there's a there's a map, yeah, there, but that's not canon. It's not canon. Boo. <laughs> you know, we can Silly find uncanny we, we can totally find it. No, no, there is the world of the Clone Wars, which is canon. I don't believe the map's canon though. No, but there is. It lists them all. Right, so. So that, we'll have to, we'll have to venture into that. Well, that's what we do in the Clone Wars. Um, uh, yeah, the Clone Wars, Clone Wars stories is coming out soon. Um, check out uh, our Star Wars uh, Episode 7 reaction video. Uh, we've made one, and then we made one with uh, the, the cast of Star Trek watching it, because I thought that would be funny. 500 people thought that was funny, so I'll go with that. Woo! <laughs> 15,000 people's enjoyed the art reaction video so I'm very proud of those so, so thank you for those who, who watched it um next week we get clones yay and 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 desert fishing and so yeah I've seen desert it. fishing it's, it's so it, great it's 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 like dune it reminds me of dune so yeah so part one of a two-parter so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it like dune meets tremors yeah dune meets tremors with clones so um on that note we're gonna leave you um may the force be with you Thank you.
for listening to the Mobcast Network.